Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. All right, it's about that time. I'm a little late. I'm not going to lie. The weekly update. Lots of craziness, lots of fun, lots of projects, lots of time with Josh. My son was out of town. Lots, lots to catch up on. Okay, so let's get started. I believe it was Monday that we went ahead and relaunched the Savage Mystery Boxes, which those are always fun for me because you get a piece of merch and you purchase the box, so there's two boxes, $50, and then you get $75 worth of stuff, in the, or 100 and you get $150 worth of stuff. So it's fun for me because you tell me your size, you tell me your favorite color, I get to pick any piece of merch, Savage Mom merch, but it could say something like, have the day you deserve, it, just all kinds of fun, cool, different merch things. So you get that, then you get other things that... I had been hand selecting, whether they were Amazon finds or random pickups from different stores that I've been at. So those are really cool because it's kind of like a touch of me shopping for you. So I really enjoyed that. But we launched that, actually I launched that last week and actually said, okay, it's up, it's moving. It was kind of a tester the week before of, all right, let's make sure that all the kinks are worked out, but they are in full swing and full go. And I'm only doing so many per month, so I'm not overwhelming myself, but I absolutely love doing them. I love everything about it because, like I said, it it allows me to be able to shop or really think through what's going in each box. So I, I love, I absolutely love that. I don't know. I mean, I think most people like shopping. Or maybe not. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. So mystery boxes are in full swing. My mom is now coming to help with random things, which is really cool because I get to spend time with her. And then my son gets to see her even more. And that's always a cool thing. Growing up, we spent a lot of time with my mom's mom and dad just because they were all really close. And if we ever need to be babysat, my mom would take us over there. So it's really cool to kind of have that same trend happening 
and knowing that your child's in good hands. Because, yes, you know, if you get a sitter, you feel like you're doing a good job of vetting that sitter. But there's just something to be said, you know, about family being there and spending some time and and being the one watching him and knowing that he probably knows what he can and can't get away with. Although, I feel like my mom probably spoils him. But, you know, it's, it's family. It, it is what it is. So, she came. She's been helping. My son took his, his last vacation of the summer with his dad. So, he left Thursday, Friday, Saturday and came back Sunday night. He had a blast. He had never been tubing, like, on the back of a boat. And, of course, I'm like, wear a life jacket. Anytime you're in the water, wear a life jacket. Don't hang out in the back of the boat because of, like, the stuff that it emits. And, you know, it's a gasless odor and blah, blah, blah. So I took him through all that. He's probably going to be like, oh, my goodness, Mom. But just as a concerned mom, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be there. So he had a blast. I got to talk to him every night, and he had a blast. He gets back Sunday. He gets back Sunday night, and he is exhausted. He's like, my stomach hurts. My sides hurt. Up underneath my arms hurt. I'm like, well, buddy, you've never been tubing before. So the fact that you spent however long on that inner tube, I'm sure your body is going to be sore. But exhausted. I don't even think I had to tell him twice that it was bedtime. Like, it's time for a shower. Let's wrap it up. Read our books. We still try and read books each night. And that's just a really good way for us to just connect, you know, mom and son. And that is typically when he wants to talk to me about his day, right, at the very end of the night. So I finally got smart and said, okay, I know he wants to talk to me at night. We're going to have to start bedtime routine a smidge earlier. So I'm not telling him to be quiet and making him go to bed. He can actually have the conversations that he wants to have with me before he shuts his eyes. And it's going to be interesting because he starts school an hour and a half earlier, I believe, than than last year. So that's going to be very, very interesting. So we're trying to work on the sleep side of things, you know, routines, routines, routines. But I'll be honest. I mean, it's difficult having a split split household honestly I have a certain bedtime and I have certain routines and you hope that they're the same you want them to be the same but no no matter what I mean they're not going to be exactly exactly the same so just trying to find a good balance of him having that routine when he's here and asking and hoping that he keeps that same routine at the other house then it makes it a smidge easier in the transition. I'm going to be honest, the transition has never really been super smooth because I do feel like he just loves to hang out. He has the gaming and he is into chess now. So he has those things in common with his dad and he likes to stay out late. And then when he comes back over here, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. You look a little tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm like, okay, okay. So school's going to be starting in a couple weeks. So we've got to get into the swing of that. Now, he was gone. I've heard him say his bed was a little wobbly or wonky. And I took a look at it and it looked like maybe screws were unthreaded or something was going on. So I did end up getting him a new frame, not a bed, just a frame because I'm a baller on a budget. If that bed is not, there's nothing wrong with that. We are keeping that bed. If there's nothing wrong with it, we're keeping it. We're making it last. We're making it last. A neighbor made a comment like, wow, he got a new bed. I was like, he's going to have that bed in the college. Like, let's not, let's not get that one twisted. He's going to have that bed for a hot second. So 
he's gone. The bed comes in. It was actually kind of funny because we were doing different projects. And I really wasn't feeling the greatest. Um, I went back and forth whether I was going to say anything or not. But I had to get some tests done because I was having some pain in my abdomen. I've been super bloated and just ugh, not feeling right. And then I was having some pain. And so they were like, let's just do some... Let's just do some tests to see and, you know, make sure nothing like super crazy is going on or anything. But I wasn't feeling well. So stayed in, hung out and did some projects with Josh. Josh had come back in town. So we did the garage and I'm trying to remember. There's another project that we did too. Literally, as soon as he put the last screw in on this board to hang in the garage, the FedEx (laughs) cups. He's like, I have five boxes for you. One was my new bike. The other one was the new bed frame for Cohen. Now, let's rewind and talk about the bike. The bike. I got a bike from Walmart. I know you might say that's first. Whatever, whatever. Got a bike from Walmart. Baller on a budget, right? Got the bike. Got this like little cruiser bike. So I could sit comfy, put a little bell on and put a basket on, you know, all the things, all the things. So I'm like, all right, got it. Josh puts it together and he did it on a live and everyone's like, oh, Heather, oh, (laughs) Heather. I drive the bike down the street, turn around, come back up. I'm shifting gears as I'm shifting. Literally the bike busts into I don't know how many pieces and my face was so shocked and it was so funny because I get a little bit further. I kind of am walking it and my one neighbor's like, oh, are you just learning how to ride a bike? I'm like, uh, no, but I'm going to kill that man and put his back together. <laughs> oh, I could not believe it. He felt so bad. He's like, I didn't touch the back. I didn't touch the back. So I had to box that one back up. Luckily, we still had the box. Box it back up. They came back. They picked it up. So I got a whole different one. I just got this one on Amazon. So he gets done putting that last little piece in in the garage (laughs) and here comes the FedEx man. So we get the bike, we bring it inside. It's so freaking hot outside. So we put it together inside. The bed frame also gets here. So I was like, let's do one thing at a time. The bike's probably gonna be easiest. We get the bike done. I'm not gonna lie. I made sure. (laughs) I made sure this time I had a big part in knowing what was going on and how how it was being built. Because I thought, at this point, if we both do it, I know what I'm getting into. And if it breaks, it's on both of us. <laughs> it's on both of us. And I wondered why he insured that insurance policy. Like he was talking, he was asking questions about the insurance policy and why he asked for his name to be. No, I'm just saying he did not. I promise he did not. <laughs> he did not. He did not. <laughs> He's going to kill me. <laughs> so we got the bike done. And then we started on the bed. And we did the bed on a live feed, too. I didn't think it was going to take us that long. But it was freaking comical because the directions were so messed up. It was just all like a giant picture. And it was like you almost need a magnifying glass to see everything. So we're trying to put stuff together, trying to have two two people do it at the same time. Some of it was backwards, had to be reflipped. I mean, it was actually it was actually pretty freaking comical. So we ended up getting the bed done just in time. And the plan was to get the bed finished and get dressed and go to a concert with my friends because I hadn't been feeling well. I didn't even tell them that I wasn't feeling well. I had to get tests done on Friday. Didn't really feel like going Friday. 
So Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling much better. Let's make it happen. Let's knock the bed out. So when Colin gets home, he'll have a bed to sleep in because otherwise he's going to want to sleep in my bed. And mm, that I promise you that dude runs around in his sleep. I'm like, is someone chasing you in your sleep? Because you crawl on me, you whatever. I'm like, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you freaking right now. So I was like, we got to get the bed done. We get the bed done, and I get I get a text saying, hey, I'm bringing him over uh, this time. And I'm like, to my surprise. So he gets here, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, we're going to pivot. You're going to pivot this, and we're going to just say, all right, you're going to go to the concert with us. So then he's like, I'm so, mommy, I'm really tired, and I don't feel good. My tummy hurts. So there was that. But that is the joys of parenting and sometimes when you want to do something that you kind of have your heart set on and people are wanting you to come and hang out it just doesn't always work that way i'm always going to choose my kiddo over anything and, and everything so we did not end up going to the concert it was the voices of america it was a music festival and it was thursday friday saturday and sunday and like I said, Thursday, Thursday, I really didn't know the artist. I didn't really care to go. Friday, I had considered it, but I really wasn't feeling good how to get those tests done. Saturday was like, oh, it's like crazy hot. Still not feeling like 100%. But you know what? It is what it is. Dan and Shay were the ones I wanted to see, and that was on Sunday night. So I'm bummed about that. But like I said, you know, parenting, your priorities, you, you do what you got to do. So we had a good time after he got in. I think he was just exhausted and he just needed to settle in and I think missed, you know, just missed home a little bit. He had a great time. He was telling me how much fun he had. Um, but once he had dinner and settled in and I was like, let's, why don't you go in and take a bath? And he went in and relaxed and he felt much, much, much better, which made me happy because no one wants to see their kiddo sick. Then it was time to get prepared for kind of like an open house at school. So we had to do that um, Monday, which actually I'm recording this Monday. Normally I record late Sunday nights. but So we did that all day today, which we'll kind of recap on the next week maybe. But it's just, it's that time of year where everything is just going to be go, 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 go. So trying to get a lot of projects done before he goes back to school. And I was very thankful because when Josh comes in, he does not have to help. Like he doesn't, he could be like, I'm just chilling. I don't, you know, no, I'm good. But when I, when I start getting up and doing something, he is there. Or before I even, he's like, what's your schedule? Or what are you doing today? How can I help you? So I'm definitely thankful that he is that type of person. We have similar personalities when it comes to, okay, I got a lot of stuff to do. Let me get it done. Now, there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this whole list to do. And I'm like, uh, and then I get up and do it. But I'm thankful that he has that same just work ethic and go, go, go. Like, let's get it done until it gets done. So if you're listening, I appreciate you. I appreciate how much that you've been helping. It is definitely nice. And, and I understand, you know, him helping me it will allow time for us um, and even like project stuff people were on the live and they were saying this is a good test for relationships and it is it's definitely a good test because there are times where I'm over it like I am just done whatever project is like, I'm done we're good let's just skip it you know let's let's skip that for one second and then come back to it like let's go do the next project and then come back because i'm over it or i'm just exhausted and i'm like i'm gonna have to finish it tomorrow which rarely happens 
because I I had that work ethic of just go, 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 get it done, get it done. But there are times where I'm like, I'm over it. Time out for a second. I'm going to walk away and then I'll come back. So it's it's cool that I've not had those with him. I've not had those, oh my gosh, I have to walk away and I have to walk away from you. Because I don't think I could say that with anybody else in the in the past. I just don't know. In the past, I don't think I could say that. I think I'm like, well, are you, are you fucking kidding me? I think that's mainly, that was mainly my phrase. <laughs> Listen, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I guarantee you. Sorry, not sorry, but I think that was my phrase. And I think it still is my phrase on some stuff, but not not on the project stuff at all. So I definitely appreciate that he has patience and that he is more than willing to help me and all the projects and all the craziness. I'll just be like, hey, I think what about this? And he's like, okay, let's do it. So I definitely appreciate that about him. But I would say all in all, just you know, doing the weekly update a quick, this one's gonna be a quick one. Lots of things I had to get done work-wise, a lot of behind-the-scene things, uh, lots of meetings last week, same for this week. I don't know, I don't know how easy it is that, I shouldn't say easy, but I don't know if people understand like the intricacies of doing what I do, because I think sometimes people think, well, it's a video, the video gets put up and then that's it. Well, videos, yes, right? I do my videos, do my research, do my videos. People will send me videos. I do reactions. And sometimes I'm like, no, that video is not even funny. I'm not doing that. So then I erase it and then do another reaction and then whatever, post that one. Um, But doing those things along with live feeds. So, you, you know, I have certain hours that I do live feeds and how many hours a week I do live feeds. And then sponsored videos. It's not just a, hey, do the video and put it up. There's contracts. Like every single video that's a sponsored video has a contract. So you have to go back and forth and negotiate first and foremost. Uh, Someone will reach out to you or you reach out to them and it's like, hey, okay, we're interested. Well, what's your rate? Okay, what's this? What's that? You know, back and forth, back and forth with that. Then after that, it is, okay, here are what they call deliverables. So this is what we want in a video or this is what we want you to say. This is what, whatever. And you come to a compromise on that a little bit, right? Because some of them will give you creative freedom and some are like, nope, you have to say exactly this. Um, Most of the ones that say you have to say exactly this we end up coming to a compromise because I don't ever want to say something about a product like, oh, wait a minute, this project works like this and it doesn't work like that because I don't want to do that. That's very misleading to people. That's very misleading to people. And thankfully, I will say the one product that I needed to do a review on, like they legitimately allowed me a month plus to use the product to give an honest review. And when I did my follow-up video, they were like, is that true? Is this how it worked? I'm like, absolutely, I'm not gonna lie. So I've been very thankful that I haven't had any shady companies coming at me and saying, oh, say this or do that when it's not true. Because I just won't, I'm not gonna do it. I won't, I just won't do it. It doesn't make any sense, you know? And I feel like as consumers, because I'm a consumer too, I feel like we're just smarter about our purchases. It's not like we're gonna say, oh, wait a minute. Like there's some ads that I've seen on TikTok where it's like a shapewear thing and you can totally tell that they have ballooned up their image on, I don't even know, because I don't even know how to distort images or what are they, um, what's it called? Photoshop. I don't know how to Photoshop 
I've never done it. I don't know how. But what they do is they're, they look like they're probably a size, I don't know, 28, 30. And then they put the shapewear on and it puts them down to like a size six. And I'm like, absolutely not. And then what I love though is I'll click on the comments and people are like, look at the background. Oh, did that swing set just happen to like knock into, it's, it's nuts. But it's so fun and cool that people catch on and call people out on that now. Where years past, you get people that will just blindly believe that and then they get their money taken and you know that sucks too that that really sucks so I love the fact that consumers are just educated now more than ever and that helps me because I'm not going to lie about a product the one that I did that I'm sure everyone like can put the two together everyone kept coming and asking I was like I haven't used it enough yet time out time out so then when I did use it in that same spot I'm like heck yeah that worked that's, yes, it worked. So I appreciate them and I appreciate the fact that they wanted people to be honest with their reviews. That's the world we live in. Sometimes people, I've seen other people promote stuff and I'm like, no, I know you lying. <laughs> I know you lying on that one. But back to what I was saying. So, you know, they'll reach out to you. Then you have to negotiate a price. Then you have to negotiate your the contract. You know, there's how long they can use it. Can they use it on this platform? How long can they use it on that platform? Can they use it in ads? Can they use it in other countries? Like all these things that are in there that you really have to, to read through because sometimes you sign things and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't realize that. Um, then you have to shoot your video. And then a lot of the times it depends. It depends on if like they're super professional, but a lot of the times you have to do up to two to three edits. Meaning your first video might be amazing and they might love it, but if they don't, they come back and they say, hey, we need you to redo that because you forgot a key thing that is important, right? Like maybe you didn't say that the light turns on on this and that's a really key factor for this product. So it's a really cool back and forth of, hey, don't forget about this or you know, what about that? I really like that part of it because it's it's just nice to get feedback. So you get your feedback, you have all those things. But then there's times where you're in meetings where that company might want to brief you over a Zoom call. So you have all these other pieces and parts that are, are moving around that people don't see. Um, and then on the other side of stuff where I might be doing some secret projects of, you know, helping families or helping individuals or doing things like that. I have meetings with that because I don't like to, I don't like to just give in a world of scammers. I don't like to just give, give, give. And here's, here's kind of the caveat of that, right? So my dad told me a long time ago, it's your heart. So you're giving out of the graces of your heart. Whatever they do with it, that's on them. That shouldn't really concern you. But I want, to the best of my ability, I want to make sure I'm giving to someone that really, really could use it because I remember how we could really use it. And I I read in the chat when I say these things, like someone requested $150 for me the other day. Hey, this is for back to school supplies for my kid. Well, you just think you're going to request $150 from me and I'm just going to give it to you? I don't even know you. I don't know anything. I ask people to comment on the video and I would respond back. Like, you can't even follow simple directions. Like, it just, it really, really annoys me because at that point then I'm like, okay, this is kind of a scam. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Uh, but people don't know 
the back and forth that happens on that too of I go, I'll check out their videos or I'll, I'll, you know, take a peek. And I'm not saying I do tons and tons and tons of research on it, but if it's going to be a large amount, then I try to do my due diligence because I don't want to steer my Savage fam in a direction that's not right either. So when it comes to something that is like, hey, we're going to try to do something life-changing. Hey, we're going to do something huge. There's that. When it came to the back-to-school stuff, I allowed people to go in and select their own families and let them connect and, and do what they wanted to do with each one and what they felt was right. I kind of would go in, look at videos, made sure everything checked out, and I thought that was pretty cool. This past week, though, what I thought was interesting was I had this epiphany of why larger creators put the brakes on doing things like this. And I've said this before, every time I say, hey, this is what we're doing or this is what is going on, my inbox gets just flooded, absolutely flooded with DMs. Well, I need you to help me and I need you to help me and I need you to help me. Someone came in my live feed and was like, here's my GoFundMe, share it. And they just kept spamming it. Well, I didn't mute them, I didn't block them. And I was like, oh my Lord. The next day they came in and did the same thing. I said, no, you don't do that in here. We're not doing that in here. I said, I don't do anybody's GoFundMe because I don't know who's a scam, who's not, who's being honest, who's not. I don't know any of that. Well, this person goes and does a video. She called me a scammer. She did this, she did that. And I'm like, you know what? This is the bullshit that we don't feel like dealing with as larger creators. One, our inbox gets bombarded with help me. I don't mind when it's a true need and help, but you legit, you legit are easy to find in some of these circumstances who is lying to you off the get-go. And that's super frustrating because if I have anything extra and I feel like, okay, I'm budgeting and I'm budgeting saying, okay, I have this much left over this month. I'm going to go help and you are totally scamming me. I get upset because I know that there's people out there legit. And they said it in my comments, like in the live feeds. I don't ask for help. I don't ask for help. I know I need it. I'm not going to ask for it. This is why I don't ask for it. And the, and it's always the people that scam heard it for the ones that really need it. And I believe that too. Because getting all of these DMs, getting the money requests, getting all that stuff, sometimes you just want to throw your hands up and be like, forget it. Like, I don't have the time to keep sifting through this. But then I check myself and I say, okay, let me let me refocus. But it it takes a toll. And especially when, you know, you try to be a, a happier creator and you try to bring joy that way, reading and reading and reading and reading all these DMs. Like, look, it's life and I know it's out there. I mean, I was part of that when, when I was younger. So I get it. But it does take a toll on you mentally, you know, reading all of the sad stuff. So it's almost like, I can tolerate so much, like my, I shouldn't say tolerate in a way you guys might be thinking, but like my mental state can only handle, I shouldn't say tolerate, I should say handle so much of it without taking me down a dark path. So I'm like, okay, hold on, pause. I need to not, I, I need to take a break for a second on this or this. So learning that, because I didn't know that before. I would just read or I would just keep going and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm like almost in a depressed mode and you know, how can I help every single person in my inbox and how can I that put me in a spot I, I don't want to go in. So learning how to try to adjust that too has been something I've been trying to do as well. But it's hard. It's hard going in and really having to base, all right, well, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to go check their videos out real quick. Make sure they even have a kid because 
one of the reasons that it kind of put me in a spot was early on, and I think I've told this story on here. I think I have. But early on, there was a person that would come in the lives. They were in every single live. And they said they had a child, and that child had cancer. And we put some money together. We're getting ready to send some things out, all of that stuff. And someone DM'd me and said, hey, this guy that's been in all of our lives, I don't think is a guy. And I'm like, wait, what? So they were voice chatting me back and forth like, I don't think that this is a guy. I think that this is a girl and I don't think they have children. Long story short, the law got involved and they reached out to me and they were like, this person is not a male. This is a female who is married to someone. She does not have children. She's been making up this fake name and pulling videos off of the internet and putting those on her page. And she has a history of scamming people. We had no idea. Not one person in the chat, and they had been in there for weeks and weeks and no, months and months actually. So it sucks that you just can't believe people that say, I need help. But when you've had the wool pulled over your eyes or people trying to scam you, you're a little hesitant and wanting to run and jump and say, oh, this person's being honest and, and real. I mean, I was so sickened by that. I was so sickened that someone could make all of that stuff. I mean, it, it is horrible, horrible. So it, it leaves me a little shy on some of it. Like if I open up and I see videos and I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't even know if this person has kids, but they're asking for school supplies, then I'm probably not going to respond to that. So I don't know. It. It sucks. It's a bad place to have to be in, in the world, you know, where you just want to be like, yep, you know what? You say you need it. Okay, yeah, then let's do it. Like the honor system. But that's what I said on the video. I'm using this as the honor system. I'm hoping who says they need it, that you truly need it. And I will say there were some videos that came back with the kiddos saying, thank you. You know, here's my supplies. I really appreciate you. That's not why I did it. That's not why anybody did it. Um, but that was really cool to see you know, the kiddo saying, hey, thank you. This is awesome. So anyway, all of that stuff, you know, with videos, with the secret things, with all of those things going on, it tends to make busy days. Um, and then adding projects in on top of that, it was a pretty just go, go, go week. Um, I'm trying to get as much stuff done as I can before, like I said, my son goes back to school so we can settle into a routine and, and have that going. Because I feel like when you're in a routine, I don't know, it's almost like, you just feel settled and a smidge content, I guess. Maybe that's what I can use. Okay, so much for a short update because I went on a couple rants, but uh, <laughs> long story short on the, the rants and the helping, I'm not going to stop helping. I'm just going to be a little more cautious and continue to be cautious. And when it comes to a point of hey, I'm doing this and I see I'm getting inundated with all these DMs. I'm going to have to know when to, to shut them off and when to take a pause and time out and not read all of them and put myself in a spot where I can't help people after that. So that's, that's I would say, what I've really learned out of all of that as well. But cannot wait. I have a goal and I I'm hoping at the end of the year, this goal will come to fruition. And once that happens, then there's just going to be this huge thing. And I can't say yet, but I'm just going to put it in the universe that I'm hoping that it will all happen at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, that's all I can say. And on that note, I'm out.
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.